All right. It is wildcard weekend. Finally here. Um, we took last week of off with the podcast because pretty weird week of football, but we're back with an epic week. We have what six matchups this weekend. Um, it's going to be going from Saturday to Monday night, you know, all weekend long of football. I'm pretty hyped up. Got Sawyer on the podcast today. Um, Sawyer right now, tell me who you're most excited to watch this weekend. I'm excited to watch Danny Guns drip. In yes, his first sir. Playoff experience. Draft ID man of the year. Oh yeah. He's about to ball out. I'm excited to see this. He was the draft ID man of the year before it was cool. So, you know, we're original day one um, protectors, supporters, um, you know, fan crew of Danny Dimes and all you guys late on the bandwagon. Um, you know, you're, you can send in your applications, but no uh, guarantee to be accepted. So many fake Giants fans on here. So maybe many. they are Giants fans, but they're just saying praising Daniel and all this. Oh, man. And we send them to each other. It's exhausting. Let me just tell you, here. I've kept the receipts, buddies. Uh, you're out there. Um, Alex, whatever, Empire Sports Marketing, whatever the heck it is. Uh, yeah, buddy. You've been a hater since day one. You're still trying to be a hater. Uh, we don't recognize you as a fan. You are, you know, I don't even know. I guess you're a fake analyst or something, whatever. Um, let's get into, we'll get to Giants later though, but let's get into the first game. Let's go chronological before we get everybody, you know, um, all mixed up for the weekend. Saturday's kickoff, 4.30 Eastern, a big one, divisional one, NFC West. Seahawks traveling to the 49ers. Seahawks getting that final seed of the playoffs, seventh seed. They had a dramatic week last week against um, whoever the heck they played, the, the Rams and Baker Mayfield. And, you know, they kind of made the night game between the Packers and the Lions a little bit less relevant, unfortunately. But, hey, Geno's got that dog in him. He may be starting to get figured out. But, uh, you know, they're heading in. They're 10-point underdogs. It's supposed to be a little bit rainy in San Jose, which is a little bit out of the ordinary. But what are you thinking? Is this just going to be a sloppy run fest? Is it going to be the 49ers just dominating? Or do the Seahawks stand a chance? I expect a heavy dose of CMC right here in this sloppy game. They're not going to want to put too much pressure on their rookie quarterback, Purdy, even though he hasn't lost yet. Let's state that. And But I will say it's really hard to beat a team three different times in one season, which is what the 49ers are trying to do here. Yep. Yep, it, it is. And, you know, they say that, but I think statistically, if you were to look at it, it probably happens more than not. I mean, it's always been kind of a thing that's in the back of teams' heads. Can I beat them that third time? They're starting to figure me out. I think here the 49ers are so much superior. I don't think they cover 10 points. I, You know, I think it's going to be a little bit lower scoring game than mm -hmm. that. Um, but it's still a 42-point under over. I would hit the over on that still just because the 49ers are averaging 33 points per game and the Seahawks and Gino, they're going to get a touchdown or two. The strong point of the 49ers is that run D really the pass D is good, but you know, they can give up some points on the pass. Yeah. I'm excited to see Gino the playoff start here. He'll probably win comeback player of the year. I assume so, but it'll be really cool to see him in the playoffs. His story is awesome. Which I don't get why he should be comeback player of the year. I mean, what did he come back from being a backup to Russell Wilson last year? Like, why why is he going to be comeback player of the year? It's not like he was injured. They need to have this award either rebranded as the, you know, most improved player of the year or, you know, keep it at comeback. And it's got to be some sort of injury or missing a season. I don't think being a backup is coming back. What, what do you think? I think it is because, look, he never won a training camp 
battle to be the first string guy. I mean, he's going to get some tough competition, but look at the Jets. I mean, you know, he's been a backup for, I don't know, what, seven, eight years now. And uh, he's balling out, too. He's having a really good year. I don't know. I can see it, but I see what you're saying, too. It probably should be most improved or biggest yeah. injury year before. I don't know. They're just so politicized now and, you know, all the awards. I mean, MVP, is it really going to go to the best player? If it is, then Jalen Hurts shouldn't even be on the ballot, in my opinion. Yeah, he's had yeah. a great season, but he's not the best player on his team, I don't think. Um, you know, that's, that's another – that's a story for another day. I think the 49ers, I think you're right, heavy dose of CMC, but watch out for Elijah Mitchell. He's a guy that's been battling injuries, but I think he's starting to get you know back to full strength. I think he's a guy they start sprinkling in because they know they want CMC to you know be fresh for the second, third round. No buy for them, even though they're the two seed, even though they're arguably one of the best teams in the league, if not better than the Eagles that are right up there with them. Uh, so yeah, CMC for sure is going to be involved. I think heavy dosage of Elijah Mitchell. Dude, it seems crazy the 49ers don't have a bye right here. They've been one of the best teams in the league all year. It's just yeah. kind of weird. I love the 17 playoffs. Like, I think it just makes this weekend. Like, this before it, it was a few, one fewer game before this mm-hmm. weekend. And, it, you know, it was four games or five games. What, I don't even remember what it was. I can't even picture it. It's been, you know, crazy two years. Uh, but <laughs> it's just, it's different, you know, not having that bye as a two seed. Like, you work so hard. Uh, if you look back through history, so many of the two seeds and one seeds make the Super Bowl. And now, you know, it's just not having that buy is just a game changer. And last oh, year, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but the buy in the AFC was it, did it go to the Chiefs? Yeah, it had to because the Titans, was it Titans? The two, was it Titans? Did they have the one seed? It may have been. I think Titans, yeah, because everyone's saying they were the most fraudulent one seed of all time. So it makes sense. Titans, and then who was the one seed for the NFC? I don't even remember that. Uh, Buccaneers? I'll pull it up. Anyways, having a bye (laughs) makes a huge difference. And if you're to look at the history of who makes the conference championship games, pretty much at least one of the two teams that buys always advanced. Um, But, you know, the other thing is rest versus rust. Do you want to sit out a week or you want to keep up this strong momentum? And one team that has had great momentum lately, Seahawks, back-to-back huge must-win games that they had. That's just kind of why I'm not sleeping on them yet. I know the 49ers pulled off a big win last week with their starters and everything. But, you know, Brock Purdy, he is a seventh-round pick. He's the last pick of the draft. He at you know He's going to start getting figured out too, and I'm not saying they're not going to win this game, but I think this is going to be a little bit closer than people think. Agreed. All right, and then the 8-15 kickoff Saturday night game, which is going to be a good one. Uh, Chargers traveling to Duval, playing the Jaguars. Uh, This is probably going to be one of the closer games of the weekend, I think. I think that, uh, you know, two very solid young quarterbacks going at it. This is one that, you know, they're hyped up about having on TV. You know, it's going to be a big one for the ratings. Uh, A lot of points. The over-under set at 47-and-a-half. I just don't see how the Chargers are favored over the at-home Jaguars who have been so good. They've been one of the best teams against the spread this season. Um, I, I just I don't get why the Chargers with Brandon Staley are favored over a coach who has won a Super Bowl and a quarterback that is looking like a top-10 guy right now. Um, side note, the Titans and Packers were number one seeds in last year's playoffs. Right, and they both made the, the championship game. 
Fun fact. Um, all right. So what we're saying, the uh, Chargers and Jaguars. Think, yeah, I think they're saying that the Jaguars are, in fact, fraudulent because, you know, they started out, what, two and six and late season surge. And I think everyone's just leaning on Justin Herbert here to be the guy. But we don't know what he'll do in the playoffs. And the thing that I'm leaning on is, you know, Mike Williams out for this game, back problems once again. Uh, he looked rough without those two star receivers in any combination where he just had one or the other Herbert didn't play great. And I know he was dealing with that, that rib injury and all that, but losing a guy like that really, really hurts your defense or hurts your offense hurts spread in the field. And then that comes back to Austin Eckler who, you know, he's so dynamic in the past game because they have those guys pushing the field, making, you know, getting open as well. Uh, you know, I, I think that, Defense is going to win the game here, and I think the Jags' defense is pretty solid, and I think it's better than the Chargers' defense. I'll say it. Yeah, and Chargers' defense has been hurt most of the year. Right. I know Bosa got hurt last week in a game that didn't mean anything because they were locked into that this matchup. And Mike mm-hmm. Williams fractures his back last week in a game that doesn't mean anything. So they are two of their best players probably won't play this game because Staley's insane. Yeah, I mean that was it's crazy move, and that's discussion for another day i mean it's hard you can it's basically impossible to avoid getting injured in football i mean the only way you can is by not playing but it, it's but just still. a tough decision i don't blame them too much but yeah it's still it's it sucks and it looks bad now um injury prone on, players yeah you know? keep them out yeah bosa is injury prone i mean he's getting yeah. hurt left and right his whole career um uh, just such a power rusher uh big guy it's just t- tough to stay healthy but yeah i mean I'm never going to overly criticize a coach for what he chooses to do week 18. Um, I get both sides, but it's just impossible to predict injuries. And it's also yeah. like the history of guys getting injured because they sat out a week, stuff like that. It's just, just weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think this game is probably the matchup of the two worst defenses in the playoffs. Maybe um, I, at least in the AFC side, I know the Vikings can be thrown up there as well, but I mean, Chargers defense has been suspect, especially without Bosa. Uh, Jaguars, I mean, defense at times has been good, but like you said, that two and six start, their defense was awful, awful, awful. Um, They're leaning a lot on your guy, Foye. uh, But like you said, he's just a tackling machine, doesn't do much other than that. Um, Their secondary can be exposed for sure. You know, I'm going to stick with the Jaguars here. Underdogs, you know, two point underdogs. I'm going Jags. Yeah, I'm too. And you know what they say, the AFC South, best division football year after year. So yeah. it's just the juggernaut out of the division. So it yeah. makes sense here. Yeah, it makes <laughs> sense. Uh, and another side note, Jaguars playing really in their second round playoff game of the, the playoffs as they did have a play-in game last week against the Titans. And Trevor Lawrence looked really bad and they still won. So that's why, you know, I know they're playing Josh Dobbs, but this team could get it together and be kind of scary down the stretch. Yeah, they also uh, destroyed the Chargers earlier this year. Worst loss of the season for the Chargers by the Jaguars. Right. Yeah, and that's man, what started I, the winning streak. I'm riding with the Jags. I'm riding with the Jags. All yeah. right, Sunday's slate is going to be a fun one. Starting off at 1, we got the Dolphins, a.k.a. Skyler, franchise Thompson, <laughs> playing against the Buffalo Bills. I don't think we need to say much about this one. It's at 13 and a half points favoring the Bills. Over under 43 Jeez. and a half. Um, you know, the Bills are, they've already won this one in my mind. 
yeah, Bills might get the 43 over under by themselves. Yeah. And talking about bad defenses in the playoffs, the Dolphins are probably the most unimproved defense in the NFL. Uh, last year, they were pretty strong. This year, they're terrible. Terrible. Like, I think they're 22nd in the league, which is, you know, pretty darn bad in scoring defense to be making in the playoffs. Um, and then they don't have Tua, who at times has looked good. But even if Tua was in this game, I, I think they lose by a couple scores. Um, yeah, I, I just think, you know, Bill's their team of, you know, destiny now, especially. Uh, I'm riding with them. I think they win big. And, you know, I don't know what the weather forecast is up in Buffalo, but it's going to be a lot chillier than what the Dolphins are used to. Dude, as you're saying, Bill's team of destiny. One thing to talk about from week 18 is Naheem Hines' kick return for touchdown and opening kick. That was so sick. Yeah, man. Chills. Chills. That was pretty cool. And not only did he do it once, but he did it twice. Because he's yeah. freaking um, probably the most underrated player in the NFL in my mind. Uh, just what he brings kind of as a gadget role. And side note, people are going at us for using the term you know, gadget role. It's nothing to insult. It's just Naheem Hines or someone like that is not a three down running back. It's, it's a, it's a good thing. If you can get an elite gadget role. I know I said that about Deuce Vaughn was going to be, you know, a pretty high caliber gadget style running back in the NFL draft. And I got absolutely, you know, pelted on Twitter for that <laughs> and just casuals left and right. Oh, he's going to be a three down running back in the NFL, buddy. He's 170 pounds. Okay, he will snap. He can't handle a workload in the National Football League. And yeah, he's going to be like a Darren Sproles. He's going to be a maybe a spark to a team, but he's not a three-down running back. Uh, sorry to go on a little tangent, but you know, people are coming <laughs> at me in the mentions for that. Um, just you know, don't take it as an offense. A gadget is not necessarily a bad thing. If you can get a good gadget player, you can go to the playoffs like the Bills, and they made a big trade for Naheem Hines. Yep. Um <laughs> But yeah, you see what that did without Naheem Hines with those two kick returns. The Patriots would be playing them in a rematch this week. So, um, you know, just that's what a gadget player can do for you. Can get you yep. two touchdowns when your offense isn't clicking. And that's the other thing. The Bills' offense has not been clicking, you know, this year like it was last year. They've been all right, but at times, you know, Diggs have been a little bit shut down. Um, the run game a little bit shut down. Josh Allen's not running as much as he typically has. Uh I think that's something you worry about next week. I don't think that's going to be a factor against this Skylar Thompson 11-point team from last week. 11 points, and two of them came on the final play with a weird safety. Yeah, Bills are going to kill him. Did you see that uh, they they uh, didn't cover bad bet? They didn't cover because of that safety on the last play of the game? Yeah, that's all. That's or the insane. Jets didn't cover? Insane, <laughs> just terrible luck. Uh, all right, and then moving up to three thirty Eastern game. This is the one that we are going to have our eyes glued on. Our guy Danny Dimes is playing up against his newly crowned rival, Kirk Cousins. This is maybe <laughs> going to be the best game in the weekend. Yeah, this is. And I mean, what two or three weeks ago they played a super close game. Vikings Great game. Eked out a what sixty-one yard field goal at the end. I mean, yeah, Giants outplayed them the whole game. Yeah, but yeah, Ben don't Vikings, break. Uh, worst point differential of any what thirteen and four seed or team ever, twelve and five team. Yeah, negative point differential. That's terrible, awful. And then you look at the Giants, and they also have a negative point differential. I think right <laughs> now the Vikings are minus three on the season. The Giants are minus six, I believe. Um, 
you know, the Giants just had did have a six point loss to the Eagles with all their backups. So maybe it's a little bit different, but still, uh, yeah, this one's tough. And I think everybody sees that three point game came down to the wire, uh, just three or four weeks ago. And, you know, they're calling a little bit of fluke for the Vikings. They're saying the Giants are just starting to get healthy. I know the Giants are bringing back a couple studs or, you know, Dory Jackson probably be back. Xavier McKinney probably be back. Um, Aziz Ojolari will probably be back. You know, they're getting a little bit healthy. They rested guys. You know, Saquon should be fresh. It's just tough. That's kind of a trap to fall in. And I think that the Giants very much could win this game, but I don't think it's as clear as people are saying. I mean, just because they played to three points last time doesn't mean they're going to play to three points this time. Plus, you know, having all those guys come back, that's just not how football works. And when you think about big time games, who wins them big time players, and you got the best wide receiver in football on the other side, that's the only reason why you can't be, you know, holding them out yet. You got the best wide receiver in the NFL. Um, and you have, you know, the best tight end top five tight end in the NFL as well. So they have a really good, you know, passing attack. And that's how you make the playoffs and win 11 or 12 games when you have the worst defense in the NFL. And their defense is 29th in the league in yards and 29th in the league in points, which is really bad for a playoff team. And we keep talking about all these fraudulent playoff teams. It's just the way that you do go to playoffs, like I said, is you have an absolute stud offense and they do have that. And they have, you know, hit on so many levels. I just, it's tough, man. At home, Kirk Cousins is the veteran. He has won a playoff game, even though he's only played in three at his age. Daniel Jones, I think he's ready for the occasion, but when it boils down to it, Giants receivers, that ain't it. All right. You ready for me to blow your mind real quick? Yeah, blow my mind. All right. You're talking about the Vikings, Justin Jefferson, Hawkinson, Thielen. I hear you. Who's throwing them the ball? The worst primetime performer of all time in NFL history, Kirk Money Cousins. Dude, in the primetime game, playoff game, biggest game of his life, his team, best team he's ever been on, and Kirk, he's going to choke. That's what he does. He doesn't come to perform in big-time games. We see a guy like Danny Dimes who pulls games out of his ass every week, and he's elite. Danny's going to put him in a locker. True, true. I mean, I think – I think you look down at mental fortitude. I think it's tough to compare anyone with Daniel Jones for what he's had to put yeah. up with. Kirk Cousins has had, you know, the golden golden throne for years, even though what has he ever really done? Like I said, he has three playoff per- performances in how many years has he been a pro? 11, 12 years? It's crazy. Yeah, like and you know what's even crazier to think about? He is one draft class behind Cam Newton, and he has – three playoff appearances that's crazy and i guess this is number four um you know it's even crazier same draft class dak prescott he has three so you know this nfc is just crazy it's wide open and there's one guy that has multiple you know playoff wins one guy in the entire playoffs that has multiple playoff wins and it's tom brady who has 35 so it's just crazy and they have the four seed we'll get to the bucks later but you know, this is anybody's league right now. This is anybody's NFC. And I think Danny Dimes takes the next step in his career. And you know what I hate? I hate is when all these fraudulent New York media keep saying, quote, Giants are playing with house money. What the, excuse my friends, but what in the hell does that freaking mean? <laughs> what does that mean playing with house money? These guys are in the National Football League, you morons. Playing with house money, these guys, 
you could say that every week they're getting paid. Um, yeah, just, just, just terrible. They asked Daniel Jones that in his in his presser. I, I mean, he held it together, but man, if that was me up there, I'd be saying, hey, buddy, get a new job because you're really bad at what you do right now. <laughs> Anyways, I think that game's going to be the game of the week, and I think you know I'm riding with my boys. Giants win. Got Actually, to. I'm going to go Vikings win because the last time I picked against the Giants, wow. reverse jinx worked. When I picked the Commanders, what I was trying to do, I'm going Vikings here. Hate to say it. Dang, man. I'm staying loyal. I got Giants. All right. Then Sunday night football. Um, get ready for – who is it that sings waiting all day for Sunday night? Kelly Pickler? Kelly Kelly Underwood. <laughs> Uh, I'm just thinking of random American Idol contestants. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Carrie Underwood's playing <laughs> waiting all day for Sunday night. Ravens at Bengals. We got a good one. We got Tyler Franchise Huntley taking the keys to the throne of Baltimore because Lamar quit on his team. And they're playing the Bengals. Uh, Bengals, six and a half point favorites to open. Now they're eight and a half point favorites. Over under dropped to 40.5 from 43 and a half. Who the hell is going to win this one? Bengals are going to win this one. I mean, come on, man. You think Tyler Huntley is going to win against the Joe Burrow elite quarterback and his, you know, reigning AFC champion teams? No, this team literally went to the AFC championship and won it last year with Eli Apple. How are they going to lose to Tyler Huntley? They're not. Bengals lock. Yeah, but we got to take into account the Ravens' defense. They've been, what, number one in the league since they acquired Roquan Smith, and Fair. they just gave him the bag. And, I mean, Bing, Burrow always plays not as good. I won't say bad, but not as good against the Ravens in his career. You look at everyone else he's played multiple times. Ravens' stats are lower than the rest. They have his number a little bit, but he still seems to win. So, I don't know. I guess it all comes down to Huntley or Anthony Brown, undrafted rookie out of Oregon State. With God, one they Oregon, not even Oregon State. He uh, I he looked so bad at Oregon, too. Like, yeah. how is that guy in the NFL? They have to be able to find someone better than him. Uh, he, I remember watching him at Oregon, and, you know, they're talking about benching him week one. He, he held on to the job, but they were really bad last year. Um, mm-hmm. Bo Nix came to town and took that job. Uh, yeah, man. I think I think you're right with the defense. They are really good. And I was clowning them earlier in the season. Their pass defense was terrible for like the first eight weeks of the year. You know, they yeah. got better. And then I think what also it boils down to is, you know, John Harbaugh is one of the most successful coaches in the NFL. He, you know, he's been there before. He's won a Super Bowl. Uh, you know, NFL pedigree. He's just he's a great coach. So I think that uh, you know, you gotta look at that always in these big playoff games. He's going to be running the ball probably 600 times this game. If the run can get started against the Bengals, this could be anybody's game. And at the end of the day, it is a division matchup. So there's that. Yeah, I think Bengals win here, but Ravens cover if anyone's betting. Fair, fair. Um, Okay. And then the final game, Monday Night Football. We'll have RG3 there. We'll have Booger McFarlane there. It's going to be an occasion. (laughs) Shefty will be on the field before the game dropping, you know, news. Um, you know, this should be a good one, but we got Tampa Bay hosting the Dallas Cowboys. 
on paper, Cowboys were such a better team, but you get to the playoffs and you know, where everybody's zero and zero, you're playing against the most winning player of all time in the postseason. Um, they're just starting to get hot. Brady just won NFC player of the week, week 17, uh, you know, 462 passing yards, three touchdowns against the Panthers brutal to watch, man. I'm having a tough time with this one because, you know, everyone's saying Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. I can't buy into the Cowboys winning a playoff game because they just don't. And it's been 27 years since this team has advanced to the third round of the playoffs. 27 years, 1995. That's insane. That's almost as old as I am. So I'm riding with my guy Brady. And this is a little fun fact for you. Last 33 games, Dak Prescott, 29 interceptions. He leads the league in interceptions this year. He only played in 12 games. That's insane. That's never been done before. He's been one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. And I've said it once and I'll say it again. Quarterbacks that injure their thumb never come back to full strength the same season. And look at it last year. Russell Wilson injured his thumb and he has been dog water ever since. So I'm riding with my guy Brady uh, and the Bucks. Mike Evans, I think is going to put you know, Trevon Diggs on a stretcher. I think he's going to block them into the cheap seats. I'm riding with the Bucks here big time. Yeah, me too. Imagine betting against Tom Brady in the playoffs, regardless of team record going Lock into down it. that Buccaneers money line. And, you know, if I can get through the, the Saturday and Sunday slates unscathed, you know, money line Buccaneers, that's the move. If Tom Brady is an underdog in anything postseason, Lock it down, man. And I know he's eight and nine. And I know the Cowboys are 12 and five, but I think, you know, Bucks, they can win. They got, they've done it before. They've done it almost twice. So lock it in on Bucks. Agreed. Prescott is such a fraud. <laughs> Those brain dead Cowboy fans. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is better, honestly. I think, mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, Cooper Rush should be thrown in there at some point when Dak keeps throwing picks. Uh, any notes on the NFL draft order? We got the Bears locking down the top spot. Yeah, Bears trading. I mean, trading Fields to get a real quarterback in there be pretty good. Let me say a little PSA to Bears fans that are you know, risking their life for this guy. He's lost <laughs> you ten straight games, and you're telling me he's a franchise quarterback? Because he's good at fantasy football? <laughs> I'm not buying it, buddy. Draft Bryce Young. I'll go this far. Draft Will Levis. Draft Levis and trade fields. At least you'll get a couple passing touchdowns. Give me a Stroud, dude. He's my guy. Drop. Tr- go ahead and trade. Go ahead and trade fields. Lock down Chris Strievler from the Jets. <laughs> Draft Will Anderson, boom, championship contender. Yeah. They could just trade back and still get Will Anderson, which is what I keep seeing on Twitter today. Yeah, man. You could ideally, I mean, let's look at the order. Bears won, Texans quarterback in 82, Arizona quarterback in 83. Just kidding. They have Tyler. <laughs> Indy quarterback in 84. Seattle, you can make the argument for quarterback five. Yeah. Detroit, eh, they're probably not. Goff's been really good this year. Seven Las Vegas quarterback needy, eight Atlanta quarterback needy, nine mm. Carolina pretty quarterback needy. I mean, you can make the argument for both of those last two teams. You know, I think they have bridge guys. I don't know about Ritter, man. I know he's looked better, but 
is he the guy of the future when you could get someone like CJ Stroud, you could get someone like Bryce Young or Will Levis? I think Ritter's pretty solid right now, dude. I want to see what he can do in a full year as a starter, training camp, his own, and actually healthy Kyle Pitts. See what happens there. Fair. How did Drake London end up stat-wise? Not great for the year because he had Marcus Mariota throwing him passes most of the year. But he came on strong at the end. He was uh, at over 100 yards receiving, I think, the last week. I mean, he had flashes is what I'll say. He wasn't consistent at all, but I still like him. Yeah, fair. Well, we will see. Draft season will be here soon, and we'll be back next week for the divisional round of NFL playoffs. Till next time, we'll see you. Draft Idea no way endorses or recommends the use of a specific sports book, website, or otherwise. The sole purpose of this podcast is solely for entertainment purposes only and in no way intended to serve as advice. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Draft ID Podcast. You guys are awesome. You're worth doing it. Um, If it wasn't for you followers, we wouldn't be wasting our time doing this stuff. And I'm just kidding. We're not wasting our time. Always great highlight of the week to put this together. But be sure, guys, if you like what you're hearing, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this. Make sure you like and subscribe. It keeps us going. Um, It makes it worth it. You know, somebody's got to keep the light on. Somebody's got to pay the bills. That always helps out because it is a sunk cost at times with this podcast. I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, fun stuff. Check us out on draftedesports.com for tons of NFL updates, action, big board, NFL draft stuff, college football previews, all that great stuff. Uh, And then check us out on social media, Mock Draft Monday. That's right, Mock Draft Monday, the one and only Twitter and Instagram. You will like what you find, I guarantee it. All right, guys, until next time, see you later.